News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Vesner, your Solo in the City host and your relationship coach, as well as matchmaker in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking here in Montreal. Tonight, we're going to get you up to date. And the subject is very apropos to what's coming up in the month of February. The subject tonight, addiction, addiction in love, addicted to love, all the things that we use sometimes as crutches in our lives and how it works or doesn't work to our best interest. But I always start off with you. You always send in questions, whether it's through the 844-744-SOLO hotline or through my email and now through Messenger and Insta. And this week I was approached by somebody who called up and it was a very interesting dilemma. And actually, she kind of stumped me. It was a woman who called up and she happens to be visually challenged and her impairment stops her from dating online or it has until now and she was looking for a way to start doing so. So, of course, we had to spring into action and find some of the ways in which somebody with different impairments can get online and be independent because a lot of people are very independent to start with. So why not also be independent when it comes to your love life? So one of the things that I suggested to this woman is, number one, you can work with somebody like myself or a friend to create your perfect profile. That's something that most matchmakers do. And as a coach, I definitely love doing with people. The other thing is you can work with a matchmaker and there are all different matchmakers in the city because you might not want to only date somebody who also has an impairment. So matchmaking can really open up your entire social community. Now, lastly, when it comes to visually impaired, I did find a couple sites that are there. They're created especially for you or for somebody you know who has this challenge. One of them is visuallyimpairedsingles.com, disabledmate.com, disabledsinglesdating.com, and visionaware.com. So these are some of the options that are available to you. And uh, I wanted to share that with you as I did with this woman this week. And remember, the best part is to enjoy the process of getting online. And if that means somebody there helping you, then get somebody to help you with it. Now, as far as dating news. Well, I wanted to share something that's coming up in my life and something that started just before Christmas. I am getting involved with an organization. Solo in the City is now going to be an ambassador for Single Montreal. This is a Facebook page that is going to be a charity very shortly and was created by a woman named Nadia Wiseman. And Single Montreal is a support system just the way 365 Days to Find Love, my original blog was. This is about how you can connect with other people in the same situation as you. Single moms. I know I'm a single mom and I have my son 24-7 and sometimes we need added support, somebody who also understands. And even I have a friend in New York City who, as a single mom, kind of partnered up with another single mom in her building, and they help each other. It's kind of like a community family. And when one has to go away on business, the other one steps in. So this site is about moms helping moms, supporting each other, and also supporting each other 
at times financially. And donations are coming in to Single Mom Montreal. We're now going to have a warehouse. Um, and thanks to generous contributions, I am hosting a retreat February 2nd to the 4th, and it's Get Up to Date on Life Retreat, really about how you disconnect to reconnect to yourself. And I reached out to a lot of individuals asking them if some of them would sponsor some of these moms who really need to get away and disconnect to recharge their own battery. And I want to thank every single person who answered yes to my email or to my text. All I asked them was, would you like to send a mom for a much needed retreat so she can treat herself and we had an enormous amount of replies and people sponsoring these single moms to come and join me and Baskar Goswami at our retreat February 2nd at Le Couvent. So thank you, thank you for all of you who came to support these women and um, like my page Cheryl Besner on Facebook as well as Single Mom Montreal and get ready to see what we do this year. Now, today's show, it's all about addiction. Whether you're addicted to love, addicted to alcohol, addicted to any kind of substance, what it means in our relationship world. And I am actually proud to say that I myself am going to be an ambassador to the 28-day challenge, which is part of the Jean Lapointe Foundation here in Montreal and Maison Jean Lapointe, which goes into the schools and educates teens, our future adults, on what drinking can do and over-drinking can do. And uh, I am so happy to be the English spokesperson for this organization. And joining me on my 28-day challenge, sobriety challenge, the entire month of February, will be none other, other than CJD's very own Era Melinda Beaucaire, and she's here with me in studio. You know, I, I love the organization, first of all, because alcohol is in, in, in moderate amounts can be okay. But unfortunately, it is one of those crutch issues. It is one of those things where you can get on it and then it just takes over. I very sadly was involved with two men right. who used it as a crutch and were severe alcoholics. And the destruction that it does to that person, to them, and that it does to people around them cannot be cannot be lessened and for for me I really like the idea of just to be able to I think it's weird I've done it before and the it's weird the clarity that you have uh, you realize that you know it's just it's it's a very common thing in our society hey let's go for a drink or you go to a dinner party have a drink but then you begin to think is it becoming something that I need as opposed to something that I want, Cheryl? And I think that's why the 28 Days Sober is such a great idea. It's a great idea. And this year, actually, we're going to have on the show um, uh, Anne Elizabeth Lapointe uh, from the foundation, as well as one of the other ambassadors, Stephanie Harvey, with us. And what's really interesting this year is they've even developed a new platform to really support you and make it also a fun thing to do. It's something that hasn't been done before. And... Um, 
I'm also really happy to really be bringing this out into the English community because this is something that has been very prominent for a long time since the, the conception of the foundation. But this is the fifth year that they're doing this challenge and um, they've really done an amazing job of bringing this out and bringing it to new levels. And I think even the millennials will be very, very interested in how they're presenting it and, and how they're going to incorporate the whole thing. And you're right, uh, Era, because one of the things is, you know, when it comes to, especially in the relationship world, when we start going out there and we start dating, people do use, you know, let's meet for a drink. And the fact is the clarity may not always be there. And that's the one time where you kind of want to be clear as to what the other person is doing. And then the crutch is there at the beginning. And then often when the breakup occurs, the crutch is there again. So it's really about how we actually should be able to enjoy life, enjoy relationships, enjoy the things we do, and also separate from them. And if we have to heal, heal on our own. Like both of them have to include who we are right from the beginning. I've heard a lot of stories that it's really sad about people who say, well, like, I have to drink to stay in this relationship. I, I can't be with oh my them gosh. sober. And that is a big red flag. Well, thank you for coming in. And I, I appreciate it also because I do know where you come from and uh, what your history is with the drinking. So thank you for sharing. And thank you for being on my team for the month of February. I really appreciate for, that. I do it, you know, as well for my exes. And I hope that they're healing. And everybody who has a problem, I do this so to support them in their healing as well. And I'm going to share with you coming up why it is that I'm going to be supporting this cause the entire month of February. Also, coming up, you're going to meet the Bachelor and Bachelorette of the Week from Intermezzo Matchmaking and see if maybe you might be able to be the one to find love with one of these Bachelor or Bachelorettes right here on CJD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, and I'm getting you up to date on all your relationship needs in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. We are here for you for anything relating to relating, dating, or mating. And by the way, CherylBesner.com, it's not just for solos anymore. Please join us at one of the retreats that are coming up or any of the talks or conversations or workshops that I'm hosting. They're all different these days. You can also reach me 24-7 at 844-744-SOLO. I'm always there to answer any of your questions and I will get back to you within 24 hours. So now, today's show... As I was discussing earlier with Aaron Melinda Bocur, it's about love and addiction and how the two of them don't necessarily go very well together and what we can do to change things up and where does it all start? And where does it all start? Well, actually, it's starting now with our kids. We're teaching young people how to relate without the alcohol. And joining me in studio today is Anne Elizabeth Anne Elizabeth Lapointe. She is the general director uh, for prevention for Maison Jean Lapointe and the daughter of Jean Lapointe and the foundation Jean Lapointe. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And um, I want to say right off the bat, I was uh, honored to be asked to be an ambassador this year for the 28-day challenge, the Sober Challenge. And um, to me, the new motto is, Sober is the new sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I like it. So can you just bring us up to date on how this whole thing came about, how the foundation was conceived. And I know right now what it does, it goes into the schools and works with the teens of today. But why did this whole thing happen? You have to understand that the foundation and the treatment center is 35 years old. Um, And throughout the years, we we're always concerned about what we could do more to prevent these people from getting into rehab. And about 10 years ago, uh, we decided to start at the beginning, which is with teenagers, with, you know, our young, our young uh, kids who are going to be tomorrow's adults. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to go and meet with them in school exactly at the beginning of high school, because that's where it happens. Right. And so we decided to put together a workshop um, and uh, we started, you know, meeting with the children in schools and the demand was overwhelming. And this is why we decided to do this. And you have to understand that there was no money that coming from the government. So the foundation had to do something to raise money, which is why the 28-day challenge is good for anyone who does it, but also the money that we'll raise will be so we can keep on meeting with our teenagers and preventing them from becoming, you know, problematic drinkers. So the 28 day challenge, the sober challenge, that's it's actually got its hashtag, hashtag 28 days sober. And this is something it's the fifth year yes. this year. And as well, you're or you've um, launching or you will be launching a new platform that is supportive of everybody who is doing the challenge and raising money for it. So it's like a daily um, interactive platform that yes. walks you through it and supports through song, through games, through activities, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Because what we realized is that for a lot of people, it is hard. It is a challenge. Oh, not it's going to drink. be a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> and we want people to succeed in doing the challenge. And we've realized that through this new platform, they will be uh, encouraged to keep going. They can team up with other people. And I, I think this, this is how they're going to succeed in doing the challenge and getting more and more people involved in the challenge. Well, you know, interesting was when uh, I was approached by the organization to be an ambassador. It took me a week, actually, to think about it because I felt that if I was going to do it, and I love doing things to challenge myself, but I had to commit to it and I had to make it happen because I, I don't do, I don't just take things on, I I do them if I'm going to do it. It's a great thing that you can talk about this because I think that's going to be resonating to a lot of people because it is quite a decision, uh, quite a commitment. It is a commitment and it's a commitment that I want to make. And the reason I decided to do it is because I do have a teenage son and Mm -hmm. I have older children who have already gone through their teenage years. And I was always one of those people who said, you know, I, I want my children to understand responsible drinking. And, you know, these kids today, and I love the fact that it starts at the high school level, early high school, because the fact is, if you go down to clubs, shame on clubs. But if you go down to them at 14, these kids have fake IDs, and they're going into these clubs. And on top of it all, what's changed between when I was 14 doing that, 
I used to go and have one Singapore sling. Yes, I just dated myself. <laughs> um, and, and it would last all night because all I wanted to do was be out dancing. Whereas now a lot of the clubs, they have bottle service and you have to buy X amount uh, bottles to even be getting into these clubs. And, and they also have pre-drink even these kids before they go out. Absolutely. So I really wanted it to be something that is a little bit of a legacy to my son and to his friends, especially for them going into grad, that this is something that you do responsibly. And my kids were brought up to to be responsible about alcohol. Which is great, but, but that's not the case with every children, not. every child we meet, unfortunately. So it is absolutely essential for us to do what we do. Um, but you're right, it is different nowadays and with the energy drinks mixed with alcohol. Oh my gosh. It, you know, disaster <laughs> cocktail and so much so much art is going on in clubs that wasn't happening 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And it's important to really uh, talk about this with the kids. And, and it's really important also because the kids are not even uh, communicating with each other the way they used to at such a young age because it is becoming very prevalent with the alcohol and then the way in which they interact and this whole hookup generation that's going on, um, it's all being fueled by this. So I want to bring in uh, Stephanie Harvey right now, Miss Harvey. She's an eSport professional and one, the Canada smartest person who is also a fellow ambassador to the Sober Challenge, the 2018 day sober challenge this year. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hello. Hi. So, you know, it's great because um, I think based on what you do and being this online star, I, I have to say, um, especially when it comes to the gaming and, and very much part of teenagers and the millennials, you are an incredible ambassador and spokesperson for this challenge because it will really resonate with them. So I'm so glad to be doing this alongside of somebody like you. And I'd like to ask you, Stephanie, why is it that you decided to do the challenge? Well, um, when they approached me, I thought that was really good timing in my life because a couple years ago, I went sober for two years. And recently, I was thinking about doing it again. Um, and uh, they approached me and they were like, do you want to do this? And I was like, that's a great timing because I really want to do this um, for myself. Uh, and then if I can inspire other people or help other people do it or try it, then why not? And you have a you have a great for those of you who know Stephanie, and for those of you who don't, you should check her out at um, MissHarvey.tv and see her presence because I I think that when people watch you and hear you, if you're speaking about something like this, I think you'll be able to reach exactly the audience and and part of the audience and and I have. Uh, Anne Elizabeth here shaking her head <laughs> in support. I think you'll be able to resonate to that demographic and really reach them because those young kids are really into gaming and following people like you. Yeah. Well, like, for me, the donation and, and alcohol has a really uh, interesting um, history. Like, like, for example, for me, I never thought alcohol was necessarily a problem in my life. Um, I, I, someone just taught me that word. I'm more like a, a binge drinker, so okay. I'm not going to drink for, like, weeks, and then all of a sudden I'll go to, like, an event, uh, 
like a gaming event or even just going out with my friends and then I'll, you know, I'll exceed in that night. So like it doesn't make me not be able to function. It doesn't make me able to unable to uh, like succeed in life, obviously, but it still made me, for example, have digestive problems after that night and then maybe be hungover for two days. And then like, you know, when, when the alcohol kicks in, you're, you get a high and then when it kind of, goes away you get a low like a depression moment so this was affecting me a lot like mentally like for one or two days after my big exaggeration night um it's kind of it's it was the kind of thing for me where where i drank a couple of drinks and then i wanted more because i was having so much fun and i brought everyone to have more fun that's binging (laughs) that's binging for you right so i want to i want to talk I want to talk coming up about the different highs and lows and the different types of drinkers so that everybody really understands where it is that you're coming from and what the foundation is all about. We are talking about La Fondation Jean Lapointe, the 28-day sober challenge coming up. Also, coming up, you're going to get to meet the Bachelor and Bachelorette of the Week from Intermezzo Matchmaking. Maybe you can be their match. If you want, you can also reach out to Intermezzo if you want an appointment to possibly find the love of your life. 514-312-7150. More relationship coming up and advice as we get you up to date this week. Addiction to Love here on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your certified relationship coach in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. Together, we take care of all your relationship needs. And tonight, we're getting you up to date on addiction and how it affects our love life, our relationship world. Because addiction is not just about us. It's about everybody around us. And where does it all start? Well, we're nowhere we want it to not start. We don't want it to start with our teens anymore. And that's where my two guests come in. Anne Elizabeth Lapointe from Maison Jean Lapointe and part of the foundation Jean Lapointe. And as well as Stephanie Harvey, who is an e-sport professional and the smartest person in Canada. So a pretty smart decision to come on board and become sober for the month of February with me as a fellow ambassador. So Stephanie, Anne Elizabeth, let's keep this going. Um, Just before, Stephanie, you were talking about binge drinking. And I wanted to talk, uh, Anne Elizabeth, about there are different types of drinkers. You know, we talk about a social drinker and we were talking about being a binge drinker. And then I think there's many different levels of it. Absolutely. Right. And, And Stephanie, you were saying that, you know, your friends didn't think that you had an alcohol problem, but then you realized you kind of did in a certain way. And uh, I can, and I can tell you that I've had reflection, especially over the last year where I realized I was always traveling and I love, and I, I don't mean like, I love wine. I love the taste of wine and I'm a bottomless pit. I don't get drunk. It's like I, I have that hollow leg so I can drink a lot. And I found myself while I was traveling 
drinking at lunch. And then if I was on a beach, drinking at the beach and at night, then you drink at night and you realize you're consuming a lot of alcohol in this social environment. So do you want to comment on that, please, Anne Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think uh, as a society, we've, um, we've banalized, if that's, if that's a word, um, alcohol so much that it's so acceptable um, that it's something we don't question anymore. Mm -hmm. But it is good to question our own habits, drinking habits. And exactly like Stephanie shared with us, um, when you, a lot of people will not drink the whole week and then will drink only during the weekend, but then will probably have a lot of drinks in one evening or one day. Um, and, and that is one way of drinking and perhaps becoming a problem drinker. Um, and that's what we see in treatment as well. And a lot of people who are binge drinkers take a lot longer to come to treatment because since they don't drink every day, they have the false belief that if you don't drink every day, then you're not an alcoholic. But I think once you question your habits and once you realize that you cannot go one week, one day, one month without drinking, then perhaps it is time to take a break and see if you're able to go without drinking. And the 28 day challenge is perfect for that. So it's an opportunity to see whether or not you have a problem with drinking. What is your exact relationship with alcohol? And at the same time, not only will you do yourself some good, but the money raised will help children uh, get our you know, work Get us. educated. Absolutely. That, that, that's the whole point here is when it comes down to it, the money raised is to really go into the school. Yes, we're all going to challenge ourselves. And yes, we're all going to do a cleanse and do something that's good for us. Yes. But the bottom line is we're going to affect change, hopefully, in the schools with the teens. And, and you know, you were saying this uh, before, Stephanie, and you just commented on it. And I just want to share. I want my first time ever going two weeks without alcohol was with a retreat where I went to my first week retreat. And physically, what alcohol does is that on the third day, my body had completely shut down with detox and went into shock oh. that I didn't have this alcohol coming into my body. And I got very, very ill. And I didn't know what it was until they explained to me at the retreat that my system was indeed going through this whole manifestation, kind of counterbalancing the fact that I had completely changed my regular routine. So yes, this is about our own health, the health of our future adults, our children, but also the health of the relationships around us. Oh, yes. So it's, it's a, it's a three-part winner here. Yes. And I think we see that when uh, earlier you had a guest who was talking about the fact that she was in relationships with two alcoholic men at, you know, at different times in her life. And that's how you see how it affects other people. For every, every alcoholic affects between four to ten people in their close environment, that's a lot of people that can be affected. And so it's important to, to do this for us and it's important to do it for our children. Stephanie, you know, in, in the gaming world, um, do you think that that alcohol is very much associated to kids and millennials who are sitting there in front of their screens? Do they tend to sit there with alcohol or is it something that they're, they're addicted to the gaming aspect of it? Um... I would think it's not necessarily like a, a big thing to sit here with alcohol, but it does happen 
Um, you see a lot of gamers like post videos with them not being sober and that kind of stuff, and it could influence others in that direction or not. Um, I think it's a little bit like when you're watching TV, how you're watching TV, it's pretty much the same. Right. So interesting that you were saying, uh, Anne Elizabeth, about people seeking help. Columbia University, their National Center of Addiction and Substance Abuse, says only one in 10 people who are addicted to alcohol seek help. That's staggering. That's an amazing amount of people who are going untreated. Yes. And that's quite unfortunate. Um, And Actually, it's and I don't want to discourage anyone, but that is the reality. A lot of people will, will seek different ways to stop drinking. So it's not only going to treatment. They can stop by going to see a psychologist. They can stop by going to AA meetings. They can stop on their own or with the doctor. But the fact is, is a lot of people won't will never quit, uh, and uh, which is why if our children can even um, start drinking at a later age. Right. Right there, you protect them from becoming an addicted person in a later stage of their life. Um, and just just so you know, since we've started doing our prevention work in schools, uh, we're all over Quebec, by the way. The, the statistics uh, of kids with problems related to alcohol and drug dropped from 12% to 10%. So we know it works. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, well, education is everything in life, right? Absolutely. You must agree on on that, right, Stephanie? Educating our our future stars of tomorrow will, you know, leaders, good leaders create other good leaders, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and teens, you know, the, the one thing about teens drinking is they don't necessarily have the wherewithal to know what to do. <laughs> Once they've consumed the alcohol, that's where it gets a little scary too, because they get into situations that they may not be able to deal with, and then yes. there's the fear of the parents finding out. Yes, so. and that's the thing. It's it's around the whole debate regarding uh, marijuana right now, the age of legalization, right. because the kid's brain is in development until the mm-hmm. age of 25. Therefore, when a teenager starts drinking, their brain is not. Um, developed to deal with everything, with the consequences. They don't know about that. They can't deal with that. Uh, they think they're invisible, in, invincible, sorry. And uh, they, they like to take risk. And exactly like you said, maybe something will happen that they, they, they didn't think about. So, Stephanie... I'm hoping that people are going to tune in uh, to watch you, to hear you, to support you as you do the challenge. Alongside of me, we're talking about the 28-Day Sober Challenge that starts February 1st. And uh, people can find you at MissHarvey.tv, right? Yes, and please, if you do the challenge, think about us. Oh, during Super Bowl as well as Valentine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Uh, you know, somebody <laughs> said to me, well, what do you do on Valentine's Day if you um, aren't drinking? And I said, have sex, as long as you're not a teen. <laughs> I'm not promoting teen sex. <laughs> but that's what but that's what you do. And, and go out for a walk or do something different. But, do you know, there's, there's other things to do. And one of them could be eat chocolate eat lots and lots of chocolate so thank you stephanie and um i look forward to meeting you either online or in person throughout this challenge it's great having you on the show thank you so much thank you and um 
Anne Elizabeth, we're going to keep uh, talking about this coming up, as well as you're going to meet the Intermezzo's matchmaker of the week right here on CJAD 800. Listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Bisner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back, and I'm getting you up to date in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. This show is all about your relationship needs and desires. Don't forget, if you need any coaching, reach out to me, 844-744-SOLO, or check me out online, CherylBesner.com, and please like my Facebook page. That's where you get a lot of information as to all the different events and things that I'm doing all there to support you. Also, Annie Young's Boutique Spa, like their page along with mine, and you get a chance to win a complete makeover. We are talking complete makeover from head to chin, actually, because it's all about your hair, your makeup needs, and um, I'm going to be making that draw just before Valentine's Day, so you might win that makeover. This week's Bachelor and Bachelorette of the Week, I want to do right now, before I continue talking with Anne Elizabeth Lapointe from La Fondation Jean Lapointe and Maison Jean Lapointe, because it is February Sobriety Month coming up. It is the 28-Day Sober Challenge, part of the foundation, and yeah. I'm one of the ambassadors, and I am not drinking the entire month, and I hope you'll support me in that. So, Bachelor, Bachelorette of the Week. So, this week's Bachelor, his name is Yanni, and he is a great catch, ladies. He's 26 years old, tall, dark, and handsome. I know you hear it all the time, but it is true. He is very successful and works in finance and does real estate management. He's very educated, ambitious, curious, and very driven. Born in Montreal of Italian heritage, fluently bilingual, and intermediate level of Italian. He's dynamic, outgoing, spontaneous, adventurous, and passionate. He is seeking a woman who is slim and proportionate under 31, and uh, he definitely wants children. If you have a stable lifestyle, you love family, and you want a commitment, He's the guy for you, for The Bachelorette. Please meet Melanie. Melanie is a young woman and is a woman in every sense of the world. She is 29 years old, petite, great little figure. She has dark, exotic features and an extremely, extremely warm smile. She's an urban girl raised and born here in Montreal of Italian heritage, fluently bilingual. She's a professional working in human resources, university educated. She has no children, but definitely wants one. She's very conscious about health and nutrition, and she's looking for a gentleman. If you're 27 to 36, bilingual, intelligent, loves traditional values, well, maybe you're the one. And if you are, why don't you send in your bio and see if the matchmakers agree. Send it to info at intermezzo.ca. Now, let's get back to this coming up challenge of mine and many others, all in the support of educating our teens. And I say our because I have one. And uh, 
continuing to talk with us about it is Anne Elizabeth Lapointe from the Foundation Jean Lapointe and the Maison Jean Lapointe because you actually go into the schools and work with these kids, right? Yes. Every year we meet 60,000 kids who enter high school throughout Quebec. And for the rest of the high school teenagers, uh, this year we're going to meet over 15,000 of them. Um, and that's why we need to raise money because right now we cannot answer all the demands that we get from schools. Uh, but we do. Every day uh, we have about 50 um, counselors who go to schools from the month of September to June, and they meet with children who are eager to meet us, eager to talk about the subject because they have tons of questions and they have tons of false beliefs related to alcohol and other drugs. And and there are a lot of false beliefs. Like they think that it's going to make them more popular, yes. right? I mean, sometimes yes. it's about fitting in at that age. Oh, they're God, not even yes. going to, well, it makes me more relaxed. No, they're going to, it makes me cool. Yes. And the thing is, is that we get the same thing as an adult because there is so much pressure to drink in our society that when we do the challenge, we're confronted uh, with, with that. Other people are asking us, why aren't you drinking? Come on, just one drink. And the kids are getting the same pressure, but they don't have the tools to say no. And that's why we have to come in and help them because most of them want to say no, but they just don't know how because they want to fit in, like you just said. And, and it's interesting because that is something, as you, you just said, when it comes to adults, the first thing we do when it comes to our social life, when it comes to our dating life, yes, nine times out of ten, yes. people say, why don't we meet for a drink? Absolutely. And there are a lot of non-drinkers out there in the there dating are. world. And some people, if they say it all, you know, one of the first things they will say is, I do not drink. They know they have to ask, do you have a problem with that? Right. Which is amazing. And that was going to be my question. Yes. Is what, was the, what is a signal that somebody that you're with or that you've just met might have a problem? Can you just tell us what that signal is? Oh, God. Okay, so if that person is still drinking, you mean? Yes. Well, usually you can tell that the person will probably have more than the normal amount of drinks. That person with, would usually, you know, a normal person who doesn't have a drinking problem would. So you'll see, and they may put pressure on you to drink. And if you don't, or if you don't drink a lot, maybe that person will end, unfortunately, the evening early because that person wants to continue drinking. Well, thank you for thank you so much for sharing that with us. And you know what? I think I'm going to put on something onto my website, uh, CherylBesner.com, which will really outline a lot of the things that you can look for when you start meeting somebody and you're in a relationship or starting a relationship that could be a sign. I think I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe Elizabeth uh, yes. and Elizabeth, you'll help me create Absolutely. that. You know, like the, the five things that you should look for right away. Okay. And by the way, if you see it, know it's there and do something about it for yourself and for the other person. Yes. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And uh, I really look forward and appreciate the fact that you gave me this opportunity to challenge myself and do something good for myself, my children, and the rest of the children. And, and th thank you for doing and what you thank do. thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. So join me, hashtag 28 Days Sober Challenge. It's part of the Fondation Jean Lapointe. 
and helping the Maison Jean Lapointe. This is what they have to do. They have to get out there and work with our kids. Now, don't forget, I have my retreat coming up. It's the 2nd to the 4th, and um, I want to remind everybody that it has been a great experience, and this is something that we do for each other. Thank you to Ramona, Era for joining us today, and Tim, as always, for putting together this labor of love that we bring to you each week. Don't forget, if you need any matchmaking, Intermezzo Matchmaking is here for you, and you can reach me, 844-744-SOLO. Remember, this week as always, keep it simply social, because you all know it's all about the kiss. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.